Well, the offseason is upon us. Obviously, Daryl Morey and the Sixers have a lot of big decisions to make. But in light of all the Pat Bev stuff going on, I thought it'd be a great opportunity to tell you why the Sixers should go and pursue a trade for him. Let's go. Perfect. Perfect. What is going on, everybody? RB here. Welcome on into Philly Take with RB. You know what to do. Hit that like button. Subscribe to the channel. Make sure you hit that notification bell. We will be dropping videos going live soon, so you don't want to miss any of the content. We took the last couple days off, but we're refreshed. We're back. I know you guys want to see draft-free agency stuff. We'll be mixing in a lot of content, so again, be sure to stay updated on the channel. Today, we're back, and well... Uh, it was a massive day on Twitter. Obviously, last night, the Phoenix Suns uh, went down against the Dallas Mavericks in historic fashion. The Mavs absolutely whooped them. And, well, Chris Paul's arch nemesis, Patrick Beverly, had his way. The man literally got up. We got to look at the picture, man. The man literally got up at, like, 5.20 in the morning, put on a collared shirt, and said, I'm going to ESPN. I'm going to be on Get Up First Take and just slander the man all day long. And that, you know, had a lot of feedback. You had guys like Matt Barnes coming at Pat Bev, telling him to shut his mouth. Pat Bev was pretty much calling CP3 wash, saying he was a cone on defense, saying he would go to bed at, like, you know, he wouldn't even go to bed the night before because he wasn't scared to face him. Nobody's scared. All this stuff, he was literally coming at Chris Paul. Uh, for me, it was pretty funny, to be honest. There was a lot of entertainment do I think he did over-exaggerate? Yeah, a little bit. But that's just who Pat Bev is, both on and off the floor. But anyway, he kind of stole the show today uh, on Twitter. And that, you know, led me to start thinking. And a lot of Sixers fans were, were on Twitter saying, with his attitude, with how eager he is, and just with, you know, just with how he is as a personality, he would be great for Philadelphia. And I agree 100%. And that kind of takes me back to last year, honestly, over a year ago now, uh, when I put out this video, I got to turn the clocks back a little bit. I put out this video uh, titled, The Sixers Should Trade for Either Pat Beverly or Rajon Rondo, with the idea that the Sixers needed a veteran. They needed a tough guy off the bench, a guy who, you know, has had experience under Doc Rivers and could be, you know, a, a guard to not only get us some points, but bring that energy that we need in those type of situations. And then, you know, when you think about how the Sixers ended up against the Miami Heat in the second round going out, and obviously they were, you know, banged up with Joel Embiid and stuff, but honestly about five, six guys came out and talked about the lack of mental toughness on his team. And I've been preaching for a long time the Sixers need more dogs. They need more energy, sparks, guys like that off the bench. Um, and, and I still believe that Pat Bev would be great. Now, when I put this video out last year, I was getting raked for that video. Go back and look at the comments. Like, people were pissed off that I even put that out. Uh, and Pat Bev, you know, a lot of people had given up on him. He was with L.A., got traded to Memphis, and then was there for like half a day, went to Minnesota, and people had given up on him. And, well, you look at what the Timberwolves did this year, Obviously, Pat Bev is not a star or a, a lethal scorer or a top option, but him playing that role, as he always has, a guy that's been around in different locker rooms, he's 33 years old, he played his role perfectly, and he came into his own a little bit, and he helped mentor guys, especially like Anthony Edwards, and you see what the Timberwolves did. They got to the playing game, they beat the LA Clippers, ironically, and Pat Bev was jumping on scores tables, having his way, 
You know, they had given up on him and he was happy about that because, you know, they had given him a three-year extension and then uh, they traded him. And then, you know, now he's with Minnesota. Nobody gave that team a chance. Then they go and almost take down Memphis with John Moran, who was a really scary team. And in fact, if maybe, you know, due to some young experience and two historically blown fourth quarter leads, I mean, the the Timberwolves probably would have won that series, to be honest. Um, And they definitely have a bright future. And Pat Bev was a huge part of that, even if it doesn't show up every night on a stat sheet. Um, But, you know, he started a lot of games. He gave you, what, nine, ten points a game, four or five assists, gives you a couple steals, brings that energy, and just gets that crowd going. I know they were very lenient uh, with Patrick Beverly, uh, but he was great for them, to be honest. And that led me today, in the midst of all this Pat Bev stuff going on, to put out a tweet. And I put out this tweet, follow me on Twitter at RB Philly Take, and it just went absolutely nuts. A lot of people giving their feedback on it. I said, Pat Bev to the Sixers makes a ton of sense due to four different reasons. Number one, like I, I mentioned, the Sixers need tough glue guys on a team. We've needed that for some time. He checks that box. Number two, he would be a great mentor for Tyrese Maxey. People didn't really understand what I was saying, but, you know, again, whether you want to deny it or not, whether you don't like the guy, because honestly, at one point, I hated Pat Bev with all my guts, but I've come to respect his demeanor. The only reason he's in the league is because of how he handles himself and the energy he brings each night, because you can find guys that do, you know, do what he do, but the heart, the heart deep down, not everybody can do that. So, you know, that's why Pat Bev still has a job. Um, and, you know, James Harden came over, obviously didn't pan out that well, but he was kind of a mentor for Tyrese Maxey. And how about another guard who's been around different locker rooms, who's been in the game for a while, who's been able to pick the brains of some uh, some great players, you know, why not bring that guy over and, and allow him to become kind of a guy next to Maxey? Or even, you know, if Joel Embiid's not getting aggressive enough or Harden's not getting aggressive enough, Pat Bev is that guy who will get right up on them, kind of like a player coach, and really get on them, you know, and not let it down. And I think we need uh, a guy like that. Uh, Number three on my list, I said, you know, Pat Bev has experience with Tobias Harris, with Doc Rivers. He played with those Clippers. He's had, you know, know, at least a couple years under Doc Rivers. I'm sure he respects him as a coach. Played with Tobias, other great players. You know, Pat Bev was even signed by Daryl Morey in Houston. So there's another tie that you can add in there. Um, and, And the ties are just off the charts, to be honest. And then the last reason... I said, you know, he has an apparent fascination with James Harden. Now, people were quick to point out that he actually played with Harden as well in Houston. I know that. But the thing is, you know, he's on uh, ESPN the other day, and I don't agree with this with Pat Bev, but he's saying Harden should get a supermax. He should get a max, a super, super max. And although I don't agree, Pat Bev obviously loves him some James Harden as they were teammates, like you said before. Um so I, I personally believe that Pat Bev would love Harden and try to get him up and, and going and stuff. So, like, it all just comes together, and there's a lot of ties here when you think about Patrick Beverly. Um, now, I do want to say, because obviously people were going nuts on this tweet, oh, you don't know what you're talking about, stop it, this, this, and that. Look at what happened last year. I said we should trade for a guy like that. We did not. Our leading scorer off the bench this year was averaging five points per game. That was Shake Milton. He was literally a ghost for half the year. I thought he, you know, I didn't know if he was injured or gone or what happened. Five points a game for our best bench scorer. We need a guy like that. We need multiple players to come off this bench. We're going to need to revamp it. We'll talk about that in another video coming up. Um, 
But Pat Bev would not be a bad start. He's played the six-man role, the seven-man role. Um, and I just want to put a message out to, to Sixers fans because you look at the impact that he had with Minnesota. Nobody ever thought that. Sometimes a change of scenery helps. But as Sixers fans, guys, we need to stop just denying everything. Like, we're going to have to get creative. We need guys like this because the same people that want to complain that Pat Bev is a, a terrible example and he's a bad you know, leader and he's a distraction are the same people that are angry when, you know, we get less than 10 bench points in a second round playoff series game. And, and then we're looking to the bench like, why don't we have guys that can score or, or, you know, bring that energy or get up. And Pat Bev is one of those guys. And I do think he would do wonders for the locker room. Um, and, and it would just be an option. Now, I do want to say this after saying all that. Um, would the Timberwolves be willing to trade Pat Bev? The answer may be no, and that's perfectly fine. I'm saying, you know, in light of all this stuff going on and maybe the Timberwolves view him that way, I know they've been lenient with him, but, you know, say they want to move on. People were quick to point to me that he signed an extension. It's not like he signed a five-year extension. He signed a one-year extension worth $13 million, a movable contract, um, and that's just how his career is. He's kind of going one year at a time, but definitely something you can move $13 million in 2022 and 2023, I do think he brings a lot of value. Now, you know, if he's not scoring the ball, if he's not playing well, then he's really a liability. But, you know, his energy would do a lot for this team. And I think it, it's the type of DNA that we need uh, going forward. And, and I would definitely explore it, you know, as an option. And, and I've come to respect Pat Bev as a person and just, you know, hearing him talk the way that he approaches the game. Um, you know, he's a warrior. He's a dog and he wants it. He wants to win, and I definitely uh, respect that. So, again, just a message. I think we need to be open-minded. We need to explore. This may not happen. It may not ever be close to happening or even a trade or anything, but we got to think about these type of things. We got to think outside the box, and I hope Daryl Morey is doing that. He acquired him once. Hey, I wouldn't mind him, you know, inquiring again about Patrick Beverly. Maybe the T-Wolves love him so much, and he's Minnesota's favorite now. But... With that slim chance, you never know, depending on what happens. And, uh, you know, that's a guy just, I'll end it with this. Think about Philadelphia. Think about the Wells Fargo. We went insane. We went absurd for a guy like Corey Brewer, who wasn't even with the team 10 days. Imagine Pat Bev on a nightly basis, getting the Wells Fargo rock and coming off the bench, going absolutely nuts. This crowd would adore him. They would love Patrick Beverly. Said it last year. I'll say it again. The Sixers need to at least try to make it happen and those are just my thoughts we'll have more coming on the bench and a lot of other things coming soon it's going to be a big off season but give me your thoughts down below these are just my thoughts i want to hear from you uh would you entertain a potential patrick beverly trade give me all your thoughts appreciate you for tuning in like always be sure to like comment and subscribe and i will catch you on the next one man peace perfect perfect perfect